Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. You must be- 
stand to your feet, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the presence of your spirit. Speak your word into our hearts. Let everybody under the sound of my voice leave this place with a word in their hearts. Challenge us. Drive us. Your word declares that your word, all scripture, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable unto doctrine and to reproof and to correction and instruction in all righteousness. Tonight, instruct us in the name of Jesus. Direct us, reprove us in the mighty name of Jesus. Correct us, Lord, by your word in righteousness. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' blessed name. And everybody said, Amen. All right, you may be seated, please. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen? amen. Can somebody say a nice amen? amen? All right. Turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 8. Is the piece of scripture we've been reading from for this, our discussion. The Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation for them that are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his son in the form of sinful flesh and for sin, condemns sin in the flesh that the righteousness of God might be made manifest in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are in the flesh do mind the things. They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. And they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Why? Because the carnal mind is enmity against God and is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Then he says, but you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. For if a man hath not the spirit of God, he is none of his. And if the spirit of Christ dwell in you, then the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. The Bible says that if he that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dead dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwells in you. Then he makes a conclusion. We are rounding up this series. He makes a conclusion. He says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for God's word. Tonight may easily be the final installment of this series. Hallelujah. And last week we talked about who are you following? Is that not so? 
and Paul tells us that the person you are following determines what you will be. In verse 5, he says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So he says, if you see a carnal person, he's just after the things of the flesh. That's why he's carnal. And if you see a spiritual person, he's also after the things of the spirit. That's why he's spiritual, or that's why he has a spiritual mind. Hallelujah. Amen. And we saw that if you are after the flesh, how do we know? Because you don't see anybody walking and saying, I'm after the flesh. And even if we ask you, what are you after? All of us will say, we are after the spirit. Somebody say amen. amen. So therefore, we looked at what will happen if you are after the flesh. And Paul explains to us in Galatians chapter 5, he says that the following things will happen if you are after the flesh. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance. <laughs> Why are you confusing me? Variance. These are the things. Emulation, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, and revilings. These are the things that will happen to you if you are after the flesh. So when we look into your life, we take a microscope and we look into your life. We will by all means see some of these things occurring. Then we know that it means you are giving to your flesh. I showed you last week that the, the, the mind is the middle ground. That's where decisions are made as to where to go. And the spirit is pulling such a, in the same way the flesh is also pulling. So if the flesh succeeds, these are the things you will see. And if the spirit succeeds, what we will see is over time, because I told you the flesh day is works, but with the spirit is fruit. So fruit takes some time to appear. And it says, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. These are the things. You will begin to, be, to have self-control. Temperance means self-control. You begin to control yourself better. I told you that famous story, Kwa, pastor. Yeah, so you want to, then you control yourself, then you say, pastor. Hallelujah. Kwa mfundis. Yeah, Kwa. Tell your neighbor, Kwa mfundis. Uh Hallelujah. So, we have seen all these things. Tonight, we want to try and answer maybe two questions. Then we can put this series to bed. The first question we want to answer is, who then has a spiritual mind? How do I know if I have a spiritual mind? The first way you will know whether somebody has a spiritual mind is the person's reaction to the word of God. The carnal mind is enmity against God and it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So even from this scripture, the the description the Bible gives to somebody who doesn't have a spiritual mind reveals to us what God expects somebody with a spiritual mind to be like. He says, when the person doesn't have a spiritual mind, he's not subject, he's not under, he's not under the control of the word of God, which supposes that the person who has a spiritual mind is under the control of the word of God. So you can judge your level of spirituality by 
how much does the word of God control you? How much does it control you? How much does the word of God control you? As a pastor, when you counsel people, even when you are doing counseling, what we call intimate counseling, and you give advice, you see the, person, the person's level of spirituality. That's why I told you, it's not you come to church, you give a prophecy. No, you see the person's level of spirituality. Because, listen, God's word, the instruction in God's word, they are always not what we want to do. No. They are always not what we want to do. But when you, you are with a spiritual person, when you are with a non-spiritual person, when you take the Bible and you say, you know something, what you are going to, this is what the Bible says. That's where you see argument. Argument. But pastor, how about? And pastor, how about? Arguments. Arguments. I was telling some people recently that the church in South Africa has failed the gospel and has also failed Daggy with Mills. How do I know? One of, one of Bishop's main, in fact, his main drive is that we must all work for God or we must work for God. And then as he keeps preaching, he talks about debts. Don't borrow. Do you get it? Don't borrow. It's also a way to make sure that you work for God. I will explain to you. Many people at one time or another, you will have a conviction that let me do something for God. But because of your debts, you can't move. You can't do anything. Can you imagine if Bishop Larry was owing Absa, owing this, this, do you think he can go to Madagascar? He cannot. He cannot. He's stuck here. But when you talk about this thing that Bishop told, don't borrow, don't do this, people make arguments, silly arguments, ill-informed arguments. That you know, Ghana is different from South Africa. You know, South Africa is very different. Ghana to buy a land is very cheap. Who told you? Have you been to Ghana before? You can buy a land in South Africa six thousand. Go to Ghana and see if you get a land for six thousand. Twenty thousand, you have bought a land. Go to Ghana and see if you can use your twenty thousand to buy a land. So you see, it's it's different. People are buying lands. How much? Eighteen thousand dollars. Convert, do the maths. Just a stand, one stand. Do the maths. 18,000 by 12. Do the maths and see. If you earn 18,000 a month, it means your one year salary, you won't eat, you won't breathe, you won't do anything. You sleep outside then. Yeah. And the people I travel with this time, I show them somebody in this country who has listened to the message and said, okay, I won't borrow. I won't b- build a house with um, a bond or whatever and has built a mansion from zero. We slept there. It's one of the places we slept. Somebody who can host five people. Yeah, you if two people come to your house, it's a, even one person is a problem. It's a problem. Even when I was going, I told one of my little girls, I said, I'm coming to your, find me a B&B. It's like, oh, stories after stories. Then I said, if you have not found one, as at the time we were driving to Joburg, I said, I've not found one. I said, if you have not found one, then I'm coming to your house. The person went offline till the next day. <laughs> offline till the next day. Till the next day. 
Then the next day, the person told me, I fell asleep. I said, stop this joke. Please, please, please. We are serious. Yeah. Now, what am I saying? Our ability to obey God's word determines our level of spirituality. Sometimes I counsel, I tell, I give them advice they, from the word of God. They, they tell me, Pastor, to be honest with you, this is not what I wanted to do at all. But because you have showed it to me in the Bible, I will do it. I, that's why I say it's not speaking in tongues. I will do it. You have gone for marriage counseling. We have taken a model marriage, a book written from the Bible, and explained to you this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. A wife must submit herself to her husband. When you go home, you are like a king Kong. Yet you say you are spiritual. Yeah. When you go, you don't submit to your husband because he's bigger than you. You submit to him because the Bible says so. Yeah. Then when you gain weight a little, what is going to happen? Come, come, Rasta, come. This one. Come, come. Yes, you. Who else? You. Now, if, then if you marry this guy, you will never submit. Because look at him. He's small. Everything about him is small. He's so small, he can't even tie his shoelace. Yeah. So imagine, girl, girl, stand up. Stand up. Imagine girl is the one married to this one. No submission forever. Yeah. Yeah. The only way Gail will submit is when Gail is married to Zolile because he's taller. Please sit down. Thank you very much. God bless you. And tie your shoelace. Uh, it's a style. Oh. It's called what? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, it's not a problem. It's not by force. I hear it's a... It's a uh, the reason why you tie your lace, apart from it getting dirty, is that so that you don't trip on it. You don't trip yourself and fall down. What, what were we saying? Subject to the law of God. In James chapter 3, James is talking about being spiritual. So in verse 15, he shows us four different dispositions that a person can be in. So he says, this wisdom descended not from above, but it is what? Earthly, sensual, and devilish. So he says, when you meet a human being, anybody you meet is being controlled by one of these four spirits, if we should put it that way. The first one, he says, the wisdom that this wisdom cometh not from above, which means there's a wisdom that comes from above. In other words, he's talking about somebody who is spiritual. So if you meet a person who is not spiritual, that person is either earthly, sensual. Earthly means the person is giving to the earth. Anything the earth says, that's it. Sensual, it means the person is giving to his senses. 
Now, by senses, we don't mean common sense. We mean senses, the five senses. What are the five senses? Sight, smell, hearing, taste, and then feeling. So the person is giving... Leah, did you know these things? Don't mind them, don't mind them. I know you know. No, I know that you know. I, I know that you know. No, Auntie Leah knows them. Why are you laughing? I'll come and beat you over there. <laughs> Yeah. By what they see. Yeah, what they see. They see her going, shaking all the way. I like it. What they feel. They feel like they do it. What they smell. Then what again? What they hear. Then what? Taste. Today my tongue is asking for us. So he says, everybody is under this for one of these four forces. Okay. Now, in verse 17, he begins to talk about wisdom that comes from above. Okay? Wisdom that comes from above or somebody who is spiritual. Okay. And he says that, but the wisdom that cometh from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to entreat. This is what I want you to look at. Let's finish the verse. Easy to entreat, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So he says, a spiritual person, you can entreat him. He's easy. That, that, that's the, the, just that small phrase I want you to. He said, he's easy to entreat. To entreat somebody means the person is doing something else or the person wants to do something else. But you can tell him, no, change your mind, change your mind. I don't think it's a good idea, change your mind. That's a spiritual person. Many of us, when we make our minds, our minds cannot be changed. When you get your mind made up, that's it. And usually you make your mind on the wrong things. You see, as we were traveling, we were talking about something. And then um, somebody said, if we're talking about a relationship, a, a, a girl who had to choose between three guys. And then the three guys, she happened to choose the one who perhaps, to put it even at this stage, is the lowest of the three. Do you get it? And she chose, and, and I, I was just laughing that you should have chosen this one because the first two, they are all princes. Yeah, when you want to talk about princes, they are, the first two are princes. And I was telling them that, you see, you should have chosen one of the princes because maybe by now they would have given me a BMW as the father to be driving. <laughs> And now you have got to choose this. We have to believe in God. Have faith. Have faith that this guy will make it. Then she said to me, but you said I should choose that one. Yes, yeah, she said to me, you said I should choose that one. Then somebody made a comment that if her heart had gone to the prince, asking to suggest that, I couldn't have asked her to change her mind. I said, no, you are lying. 
She has learned obedience by the things she has suffered. Hey! If you want to see things that have bent human beings, go and look at that case. So since then, she has advised herself that, listen, it may look good to me, but things have looked good to me in time past. And where they have ended me, I don't want to go on that road again. So I explained to the other, it's not because, it's like she asks for advice before she can start even saying, my heart, where do you want to go? That's all. So that we don't have any problem. Now you, can we tell you that, you say you like this brother, you say, oh no. (laughs) That's the day you leave the church. I have learned from experience. Even if you are in a relationship with the devil, I'll never tell you to break up with him. No, 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 no. No, no, let me be, I'm, I'll explain to you. It's not like I'm wicked. I have learned from experience that when a girl is in love, nothing can change their mind. I mean, look at yourself. You said you were, you were in love with Jack Bauer. You left your parents to follow Jack Bauer. Yeah. So sometimes you just sit down coolly and wait for them and be praying for them. You always be watching. They make one step, then you make one step. Make as soon as they are going to fall, no, you catch them. Then it's like, wow, I almost died. I say, yes, we knew you were, you would almost die, but come, let, let, let's go on. <laughs> yeah. But after they've suffered one or two things, they develop a mind that can be entreated. Talk to you about your finances. Bishop has been preaching a tithe, tithe, tithe. You still don't pay tithe. Lady Pastor has preached one month of tithe. You still don't pay tithe. Yet you say you are spiritual. Hello? So that they don't complain, you bring something. You do as Ananias and Sapphira. You bring something. So when we check the record, your name, Jack Bauer, ticked. Meanwhile, you have bought God 2.7%. I forgot the percentage. God is not like the government. The government has just increased VAT from 1st of April, from 60% to 17%. God doesn't, it's been 10% since. Can you be advised? Can we use the word to advise you? How many of you are beginning to see that the people you thought that were spiritual really... um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you thought they had a spiritual mind but now you are beginning to see that hey, things are not uh, things are not uh, yeah it says it can be guilt it can be easily entreated yeah. sometimes I meet people they are so bitter so bitter and when they talk to you you can't understand why they are bitter but you take the word of God, you tell the guy, listen, the Bible says forgive. They sit down like that. Huh? Sometimes they sit down, they cry. Anywhere I have an office, I always make sure I have tissue. Yeah. Because when people are changing, one of the ways, one of the ways it happens is that their heart breaks and they start to cry. And they cry their pain away. So one, even one of, this, one of the times, I was having a meeting with one lady. She was crying. I said, oh, don't take your time. I have all night. Cry. When you finish, we will continue. And then tomorrow we'll laugh at you. But at least, just cry. Just cry. Just cry. Then after, you tell them, look, the Bible says, let us forgive. 
look at it and say, okay, if the Bible says it, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. I'll give it. How many of you see things in the Bible and change what you are doing because you saw it, because you were having your quiet time or word of the day came and you saw it based on what you saw in the Bible, you made a change. A spiritual person, when he sees it in the Bible, makes a change. It's not subject to the law of God. Second sign. Let me give you a second sign. I'm going to give you three, then we close. Because you know, it means we must have one more meeting. Only day for you, but some of us we work every day. He said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh for if we live after the flesh we die you saw from verse it says carnal mind leads to what death then it says but if we through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh we live it means we become spiritual then the verse 40 which is a popular scripture you know it says as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God you can easily say as many that are led by the spirit of God they are spiritual or they have a spiritual mind if you can be led by the spirit of God when you listen to spiritual people you see they say, but God said God said this to me you see I made a change decided to do because God said to me I should do this. Yeah. Of course, we have people who say and the Lord spoke to me. Usually it's things that favor them. It's things that favor them. The Lord has spoken to me that I shall marry you. I had a dream and the other day the Lord said to me, listen those of you who propose, is, this, is it this church that I said here? Those of you who propose and you say, God has said to you look, God has my phone number. He might as well say it to me also. Yeah. When God was putting Mary and Joseph together, Bible says, now the birth of Jesus was after this rite. When Mary, his mother, was espoused to Joseph, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, she was found with child, for the angel of the Lord had appeared. Then Joseph, being a just man, decided to put her away privily. But Bible says, while he thought about these things, the, angel, the same angel appeared to him and said, do not be afraid to take Mary to be thy wife. For what she is conceived is of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit talked to, to, to Mary. The Holy Spirit went to talk to Joseph as well. You say you are, God has spoken to you in a dream for me to marry you. Why hasn't he told me when he has my phone number? So I'm not talking about that type of if favors you. So he said, God, no, 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 no. Listen, Bible says, Luke chapter 4, Bible says, and Jesus was led by the Spirit into where? The wilderness. We need to fix this TV before next, next Wednesday, next Tuesday. He was led by the Spirit into where? The wilderness. Yeah, so don't come and tell us that you are being spiritual. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me, and the Lord spoke to me, and, said, and the Holy Spirit has said to me, meanwhile, all that the Holy Spirit has said to you that I should give you a thousand rands. And number three, which is what will lead us into our message next week, is, is somebody who follows the Spirit.
They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. If you see somebody who leans towards his spirit, like I told you, your spirit is always holy. Such as in the same way your flesh is always sinful. So when you see somebody who is always leaning, I told you it's a battle. Where am I? Where is the flesh? The flesh come, the spirit come. I told you, these two, they are trying to fight who will win the battle. Brother, you are the flesh. Just You are too fleshy. <laughs> you get it? You see, so it's a tussle. So anybody you see who leans more towards this one, it's a spiritual person. Follow this one. You can see he's hot-blooded, ready for action. <laughs> ready for action. This one is just cool. He has been in a state of pause for a long time. So he being his blood is cool. This, if you touch him, it's like you are holding a heater. No, touch, 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 touch your skin and see. <laughs> this is work. This is fruit. It takes a while to warm up. Yeah. yeah. So the person who's following this one is a spiritual person. Now, next week, God willing, I am going to show you. Now, next week, we are not yet. The next other week, I'm going to show you how. And this is your mind. Let me not miss this one. This is your mind. So, this is your body. This is your spirit. And this is your mind. Now, the person who is able to let the mind follow, is, it determines what you become. Next week, I'm going to show you how to make your mind follow your spirit. Simple. How to make your mind follow you. It's half eight, so if I start, I need about half an hour for that. How to make your mind follow your spirit. Thank you very much, God. How to make your mind follow your spirit. Once we can get that right, you and I are on our way to developing a spiritual mind. That's where it ends. How? And you must learn how because your body and your mind, they've been evil for a long time. For a long time. Even without any effort, your mind will follow your, your, your flesh. Without any effort. Without, when you call the mind, what are you going to do? But we are going to see how to develop our mind. Said that our mind will follow our spirit. And when our minds follow our spirit, we ourselves will become spiritual. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. <laughs> Lift your hands and just pray today and say, Lord, there's one thing we have learned today, being subject to the word of God. Tonight, I want you to pray and say, Lord, help me to subject myself. To subject yourself means to bring yourself under, under the word of God. Under the control of the word of God. I want you to pray for a moment or two and say, Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, help me to be subject to the word of God. To be subject to the word of God. To be subject to the word of God. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me to be obedient to the word of God. That when you, um, I see something in the word of God, I'll give myself to it. 
I'll give my. It may not be what I want. It may not be what I like. But I'll give myself to it. I'll give myself to it. I'll give myself to it. It may hurt me. But I'll give myself to it. I will obey it. It may be difficult. It may even prevent me from advancing in my life. But I'll give myself to it. I'll give myself to it. I'll be subject to the word of God. So that I don't be an enemy of God. So that I don't become an enemy of God. That I'll be subject to the word of God. To the law of God. To the word of God. Help us Lord. Help us Everybody under the sound of my voice, help us, oh God, help us, oh God. Marco si palos e katosakaya, pilo pale kale baso si palaya, talo si pako tasi kele, matolo si pale katosakaya, kimolobo shetolilo sateli bakato sabaya, kimosi balo katasi bando kaleba, ripalo se kota se pala. Help everybody under the sound of my voice. Help the wives. Help the husbands. Help the young ladies. Help the young men. Help the children. Holy Spirit. Help us. Help the shepherds. Help the minister shepherds. Help all of us, Lord. That we will indeed subject ourselves to your law and to your commandments. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God, for this opportunity to hear your word. And to build our lives on your word. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say, amen. amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for Jesus. You are here tonight. Maybe somebody invited you, or you came by yourself. But you want to say, Pastor, I know in my heart if I'm to die today. I will not go to heaven. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you to welcome Jesus into your heart so that when you die, you will go to heaven. If you are here like that, with every eye closed, every head bowed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. And say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you from where you are standing. Lift up your hand. Just lift up your hand. If you are lifting, lift up your hand, my sister. Don't be afraid. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. You want to say, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If your hand is up, pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight just as I am. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. I receive you as my Lord. And my Savior. I believe that you died for me. And you rose again. I confess you as my Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. We believe you have been blessed. By this life transforming message. By Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.